Hello, my name is JJ Holly, and I'm President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce. And welcome to another session of Between the Trees. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Woodlands Online, that helps us get uh, this program on every week. And today it is my pleasure to welcome from the Woodlands Fire Department, Chief Palmer Buck. Thank you, JJ. Good Thanks to have, for coming good today. To be here. Yes, sir. Good to see you. So you haven't been in the Woodlands in very long. So how long have you been here? And how did uh, you wind up, up here? Coming up on a year and a half. Yeah. And if you take out the COVID year, the COVID, that uh, then it's just six months. So, yes. <laughs> So where were you before uh, the Woodlands? Uh, in the city of Austin. I worked with the Austin Fire Department for the last 27 years mm -hmm. before coming here. And with the city, actually almost 35 years. I worked for the EMS before that. Yeah. Wow. So you've got a lot of experience in EMS and fire. I, I do. I'll hit my 40th anniversary in public safety uh, on Memorial Day. Wow. Well, congratulations. And thank, thank you. you for all you do for us in the community and all your team does for us. Absolutely. We, we have an excellent, well, actually it's a great uh, uh, privilege for us to have such a, uh, an excellent fire department that you've got some good ratings and some uh, some great guys working for you. Yeah, fantastic uh, group of women and men at the Woodlands Fire Department, uh, 170 strong. Wow. And uh, again, like you, as you alluded to, we're an ISO one, the top rank you can get, uh, one of the few in the country that has that and uh, through um, the great work of our firefighters and the support that the Woodlands Township provides for us. Mm -hmm. Well, and that means a lot to us as homeowners uh, uh, for home it insurance, uh, premiums and things like that. But what does that rating mean to us in terms of uh, a home or a business in the Woodlands and like, uh, you know, response times or Sure, great, great question. It's a combination to get that ranking. It's a combination of response times, the amount of firefighters that you have on the trucks, how much training that you do. Um, how quickly you dispatch calls, and uh, how many fire hydrants we have uh, is a part of that. Our water systems, and we do have a fantastic water system uh, in the Woodlands. You know, our surrounding areas use a lot, uh, a lot of areas that don't even have fire hydrants, which makes it a lot more difficult, certainly, to have an effective firefight. And so the fact that the township has invested uh, in the infrastructure, that's a huge part uh, of the ratings as well as um, the training records and staffing and the equipment that we have. In uh, addition to that, the, what you asked about was, yes, the, the, high, the higher rating you have, the less insurance rates that you pay for. And if you're out in the county, you don't have hiders, you can pay a lot more, sometimes two and three times the amount in your homeowner's insurance rate as you would uh, for an ISO rated department that um, commercial and uh, residential rates. And I know from my day of doing fire ops training, which was one of the hardest days I've had in my entire life. You and, did great. You know, figured how weak I really was and how impressive, you know, your, your team is. But uh, so having four, four firemen to a truck is really important. So when you pull up to a fire, you can spread the load a little bit. It does. So the done a lot of studies. There was a lot of studies uh, in the late 90s, uh, early 90s about um, most effective and efficient firefighting force. Four really does help you out not only in the firefight, but in the medical calls as well, giving you the personnel that you need to be effective in doing uh, medical uh, responses and then in fire responses. One of the things that uh, is a national standard is two f if, for if you put two firefighters into what we call an IDLH or immediately dangerous to life and health atmosphere, very dangerous mm -hmm. atmosphere, you need to have two out ready to go get them in case that they uh, are succumbed. So you're not allowed to go in to a, a burning building um, 
if you don't have the two people outside. So when we roll up with four, we automatically have two in, two out. We can go right in and not have to worry about that. And you can't move those hoses around corners and upstairs with just one guy you doing really it. You really got to have, have uh, it's, it's a, a, it's, you got three or four yeah, with yeah, hoses a, co around. a coordinated effort to, to be effective. And so the fact that we have four firefighters on all of our apparatus allows us to be much more efficient and effective in, in keeping fires in check. Well, like I said, we're really fortunate that, uh, that you guys are here and prote protecting us every single day. So we appreciate all that. Absolutely. What's some other things going on with the fire department? So we, like everybody else, are starting to open up. We're really looking forward to getting back in and amongst the community. One of the things that, that I learned when I first got here was how involved the Woodlands Fire Department is with the community and how important that is to us mm -hmm. um, to get out and, and be part of the neighborhood. And that's one of the things, great things about the fire department. We ha our stations, our workplaces are part of the neighborhood out yeah. in there. So we are having our, restarting our open houses, which we had to skip last year. So each weekend in June and July, we'll have a different station that we're having an open house where people can come by, uh, learn a lot about fire safety mm -hmm. and medical safety, but also just interact with the firefighters, get to uh, look and, and climb on the fire trucks if they want to. And so that's June and July. We get to drive that. a fire truck. Don't get to drive it, <laughs> uh, but or you can certainly get behind the wheel. Oh, there you uh, go. Uh, so we're looking forward to getting the community back into the fire stations, showing them uh, uh, what the Woodlands Fire Department's about. Um, before that, on May 22nd, we do have the township sp sponsoring an emergency preparedness day from 9 to noon uh, at the township hall. Uh, all the public safety agencies are going to be there, as well as uh, National Weather Service to talk about keep being uh, ready for emergencies. Hurricane yeah. season is it's right around up. the corner. That's right. And if 2020 and 2021 uh, hadn't told you about all the different types of reasons you need to be available for emergency, we had hurricanes, mm -hmm. snowstorms, and a pandemic, uh, and a little bit of uh, wildfire when we had a couple of dry spells as well. So uh, come see it, come learn about how you can be prepared and take care of yourself and your family because we've had several different uh, events over the last year that showed you that you need to have some supplies to be able to take care of yourself for 72 hours. That's the recommendation. And, yeah. and certainly the snowstorm showed us that mm -hmm. um, with our electrical disruptions and service disruptions. Mm -hmm. So we want people to come out and, and take a look and then come to our fire stations. We'll talk more about that as well and just showing around what we do in the Woodlands Fire Department. What are some things you've seen uh, with the pandemic and people's work habits and social habits changing? What are some things you've seen from a, uh, you know, a safety perspective or emergency perspective in the past? 14 great, months. Great question. You know, we really when we went into it. We talked about lockdown, people going to the house. We thought we'd see a lot more uh, potential fires in the home from people living mm -hmm. at home all the time. We didn't really see an uptick in that. Um, medical call wise, we've had to change the way that we approach people. We try to be a little bit more uh, deliberate when we're approaching people in medical mm -hmm. advice. We're having still wearing um, the, the, the mask and our eye protection and, and sometimes mm -hmm. the gowns, depending on the type of call. Now that we're getting people vaccinated and we're getting people, we're understanding the disease a lot more, able to, to, to be more, uh, have more people come into a house. We were limiting the amount of people we put into a house, try to, to, to minimize the potential exposure. Mm -hmm. um, now we're going back to the way we did business before, um, where we'll have the two paramedics from Montgomery County Hospital District, as well as our four firefighters that are giving people assistance. Mm -hmm. Um, we did see a huge, one of the things I talked about earlier today was we were reviewing our April statistics. April was our, probably our biggest lockdown in 2020. We had 500 calls for service in the Woodlands. Um, this past April, we just got done with 1,027. So that's how down our, our, our response requests were. People just weren't calling for help. 
Everybody mm-hmm. was locked down, mm-hmm. not getting out, you know, some things not getting out and doing, maybe making silly mistakes. Uh, so the pandemic did help in terms of call outs. It did. It did. We, I mean, we, we, we had, you know, we're now 100% increase from what we had last April. Wow. Um, Is that just because people are driving and... There are, this, this is a normal call. People feel more comfortable in calling an ambulance. That was one of the things that we, we had to, MCHD, I'd never re- seen it before where mm-hmm. Montgomery County Hospital actually did a, a public service announcement about, hey, call us. That's right. Usually, uh, you know, we're telling people, I don't think you need an ambulance for this. Mm-hmm. But in this particular place, you call us because people weren't calling, they were concerned, they didn't want to go to the hospital. Now mm-hmm. we want to encourage people, if, if you're having a problem, give us a call. But also the activity, like you alluded to, um, so many more cars on the road. People have seen it with the traffic. People mm-hmm. have had all this pent up energy to get out. We've had a lot more serious wrecks uh, in the past month. month we saw and you, half. you guys had to pull a uh, car out of uh, a lake. What are the golf we courses? We did. Past week? You know, uh, a week before it would have been right in the middle of the Insperity right. golf tournament. But yes, uh, on Sunday, uh, somebody passing by on Woodlands Parkway saw a car's trunk just bobbing in, in the pond there at the 13th hole. Uh, got out there luckily, and we were scared that there might be somebody in there, yeah. but um, there wasn't. Uh, but they were able to pull the car out. I, I, you know, again, kudos to the firefighters. They did an excellent job of they actually pushed the car, hand pushed the car back away so they didn't have to get a record to tear up the, the, the green. So I guess we had some avid golfers as part of that response that wanted to make sure that keep that hole in place and, 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 and move it back. They replaced their divots as they got back out. That's great. Got the car out. Took care of the course. And uh, MCSO is looking to figure out how the car got into the water. That's um, what we all want to know is how do, yeah. these, how do these things happen? Uh, you know, the, the, amazingly, uh, you, you feel like that, that, that uh, with a lot of these things, it's, it's, it's either alcohol or speed that gets involved in some of these yeah. things. And, and so we're looking at the MCSO is looking in to figure out what happened. Oh, but, man. Um, as long as nobody's hurt, we can, we can laugh about it. And there was no person there, there so was just not. a car. Yeah, just a car. Wow. Well, and I'm sure you guys have a ton of stories of things that happen that we never see and know about, but uh, it's always fun to hear that. Yeah. The, uh, people keep us busy with mm-hmm. some of the choices. You know, bad choices have bad consequences, yeah. but keep us employed. So uh, we we, want, we remind people all the time, though, just be safe. Wear your seatbelts. Yeah. Um, make good choices. Uh, stop at a yellow light. You sound just like, uh, just like mom. Yeah. We, we are. We, that's what we are. Um, we encourage people to stop. When the lights turn yellow and not not go through the red lights, uh, and uh, none of us would ever do that. No, no, the Woodlands Way. Sometimes I think, oh, but I get make it. good choices and drive mm-hmm. safely and and look out. Kids are out. We you know bicycle. Everybody's out on the bicycles yeah. and everybody's yeah. back outside. A lot of pent up energy that we're seeing. So it's true. Put that to the to the good. What, what are some other things that we can do around our house uh, <laughs> just to make sure that we're we're being as safe as we can to. Keep us from having to call sure. you guys. Great questions. We've had a couple fires uh, in the last few weeks that some of our typical things we remind people about. One, two days ago, we had uh, somebody that was cooking, uh, decided to put something on a pot to boil with, with some beans in there and decided to go run some errands and then ran another errand, ran another and just, just lost track of time. Um, luckily for them, it just smoked up the house and, and, and melted a, a above the stove microwave. Um, wow. But just remember, don't, don't leave your yeah. cooking unattended. No more cross fires. Things oh, happen. You do. You get you get yeah. uh, caught up with life and you forget that. So don't yeah. leave your cooking unattended. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks before that, we had a significant house fire. Uh, we remind people all the time, and some it's it's hard to believe, but charcoal can stay hot for up to three days. Um, three days. You know, fireplace embers and charcoal briquettes can stay hot for three days. So th- this this family had been, had cooked out. It, it had been almost at that three day mark. Thought it was fine. Uh, shoveled out, cleaned up the, the, the barbecue pit, put it in a plastic trash can, 
And unfortunately, that trash can was, was up against the wooden wall and went right up to the attic. And, and the house was, was probably almost totaled with significant wow. damage. Luckily, they woke up um, when the smoke alarm started going off. But it was, it was four in the morning. could have been much more uh, devastating uh, as it was. They're going to be out of their house for a long time, a lot of repairs. Uh, and so if you have barbecue ashes, fireplace ashes, um, let them cool down or put them in a metal can. So it's like the, the theme is go out to eat. Going out to eat now that all the restaurants are open up. We certainly uh, like that. Um, and, and again, uh, continue to make good choices as we yeah. move forward. A lot of, you know, like I said, a lot of people at home and are working from home too. Yeah. Make sure you're not overloading your electrical outlets. Yeah. Make sure that a, a power strip is, is useful. A power strip plugged into a power strip plugged into a power strip is not a good thing. No. So use caution with that. Yeah, that's a good point because we're all using our electronics. We're all at home charging cell phones, iPads, laptops, everything like that. Yeah. And and uh, you just want to be productive at home, so you forget about some things. You like create your home studio, but but plugging right. in uh, the, the right kind of extension cords to the right way is, is wow. the way to keep you safe. Well, and you mentioned fire alarms. Thank goodness that uh, that family uh, was alerted by their fire alarm. And so, what what should we do about our fire alarms in our in our home? We want to remind people that with your with your smoke alarms that you test them once a month, make sure that the battery's working, and then for the battery operator operated ones, replace those batteries once a year. Some yeah. of these, uh, these new Which batteries- they make it so hard to replace. They do sometimes, so they put them way up yep. there. Yep. But um, these, these lithium batteries that last for a long time um, can go for five to seven years. And so just, but if you're put, testing that, push that button just to test and make sure it's working. Yeah. Um, and then those, those uh, over-the-counter, the ones you buy at the home uh, stores, they last for about 10 years. And after 10 years, take those down, replace them with new ones. Okay. If someone wants to get a hold of the fire department or see where these open houses are or any tips that they could sure all find on, out on the township website um, and then they can follow our, our more interesting calls on our Woodlands Fire Department Facebook page. We post pictures and updates on some of the more interesting calls. That's how I found out about the car in the in the lake. Yes. Wow. Well, you guys do a phenomenal job for us, and I just want to say thank you for uh, all of our hundred and twenty thousand plus residents in the Woodlands. We're we're very fortunate to have. Uh, to have a fire department of your caliber here. Thanks, sir. Anything else you want to go over before we close out? Um, we're hopeful that um, our newest addition to our fleet, a $1.5 million ladder truck that uh, is in getting ready to be put in service, and we're hoping to put that, uh, have a ceremony to push that truck in where the firefighters actually push it into the station at Station 6 on Windsor Lakes on the, during the June 5th open house. So okay. um, look, look for more information coming on that. Well, and that brings up another thing, uh, and again, uh, I had a great time at that fire ops day because it opened my eyes about a lot of stuff. But what are some of the special uh, special equipment that, that you have now that you've gotten recently that helps in emergency situations? Great question. Um, one of the biggest things we've done is we've been able to increase our number of thermal imaging cameras that we have that allows, so each one of our firefighters carries that. That allows us to go into smoke and be able to see people that you wouldn't be able to see because of smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, it also allows us to see hidden fires. Um, and so the thermal imaging cameras are what we got. The brand new rescue truck we got a year ago, um, it's a regional response area. It has uh, so many tools, so yeah. many, so much ability, and our guys continue to train with that. And so yeah, there's a special out. certification related to that. They do, yes. And uh, with rope rescue, water rescue, mm -hmm. um, and confined space where they get into small, tight places to, to, to help when people get themselves into trouble. Great um, equipment that we have. And we're working on replacing our hazard materials truck. Um, hazard materials have been busy uh, lately with a lot of gas line hits. Uh, continue to, to yes. work through that, but, but uh, working through 
uh, our partners in the utilities and, and our uh, people that are working to uh, improve the woodlands connectivity, mm -hmm. making sure that we can do that in a safe manner. That's right. Well, it's a pretty amazing when uh, we were uh, out there that day that there was actually bad, we've all heard of the jaws of life, but uh, did not realize A, how heavy they were, <laughs> and B, that they're uh, battery operated. I mean, it's kind of like going to Home Depot and you get your, uh, you know, your, your drill set and all that, and you can uh, plug and play with the battery and it makes it a whole lot more convenient when you're trying to get to somebody's car and, yeah, and that's, get them that's out. That's only within the last couple of years that the e-tools or electric tools have been um, really starting to hit the market and they're a huge upgrade. A um, lot more, uh, as you said, they're a little bit more light. They're heavy, but a little bit more lightweight and, mm -hmm. and, and more able to get to places where instead you used to have to drag a huge, basically a giant generator to yep. close to, to do that and you're working through a bunch of hoses, these e-tools. Mm. It's all compact into one event. And we, you can just imagine because people, this doesn't, these emergencies don't happen like right on the edge of the road. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're off in the woods somewhere and just have been able to get to somebody is uh, important. I, uh, you know, since I've been here, I realized that if you have a wreck, if you have a car wreck, um, you're either going to be in a ditch or in a tree. Uh, yep. in, in the woodlands, you're either going to be That's in a true. ditch or in a tree. So yes, it, it allows us to help out and get around uh, wow. to make those rescues. Well, once again, thank you for all that yes, you, you do for us. And uh, just getting to know some of your some of your uh, uh, people at the fire department uh, was a real pleasure. Fantastic. So, thank you for that opportunity. You. Yes, had a great time. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Between the Trees. We've been with Chief Palmer Buck with the Woodlands Fire Department. And we'd like to thank our Woodlands Online partners for helping us with this presentation every week. Have a nice day. Thank you.